0: Hi there, and welcome to Even If, a weekly podcast about standing firm when life is shaking. I'm your host, Kelly Strife, Strife rhymes with wife, and together we're finding the courage to approach uncertain and unwanted seasons of life through a posture of faith that stands firm and declares, even if he doesn't, he is still good. We have broken all of our holiday decorating rules around here this year. I have always been a Christmas after Thanksgiving girl. We celebrate Thanksgiving on Thursday, and then usually I help my parents put their tree up on Friday, and then on Saturday I start decorating my house. And we start with a real live tree, no artificial trees, a real live tree, and the lights have to be woven throughout the entire tree from the inside out, not just wrapped around the outside because I want it to look like it's glowing. Peter has learned the light technique. And Peter and I have a tradition where we collect Christmas ornaments from every place we travel. So decorating the tree comes with memories and stories and reminders as we pull out each of these ornaments and hang them up and remember where we've been. I'm not a cozy minimalist as the nester would say when it comes to decorating. I am a maximalist and I love filling our house with trees. We had four live ones last year and nativities and unexpected decorations where you'd least expect them. But with the exception of this year, I don't start until after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving marks the beginning of the holiday season. But here's the thing about seasons. Some people have been decorating for weeks now. Others will keep their decorations up until Valentine's Day. We don't all celebrate in the same way at the same time, even when we're experiencing the same holiday. And if you're carrying grief into these holidays, you might not be ready to celebrate at all. Your season of loss doesn't magically end because we flipped a date on the calendar, It doesn't magically stop because Target decided to put out their holiday decorations in the front of the store. Just because everyone else is feeling the joy doesn't mean your circumstance changes. And the holidays can be some of the hardest days for those of us who are grieving because we feel torn between the ache of what we're missing and the perpetual merriness of the season. And we don't always know how to handle both. In my experience, when you're carrying intense grief, the holidays can produce anxiety more than anticipation. So as we approach Thanksgiving, a day where we acknowledge our thankfulness and gratefulness, let me just remind you of this. Grief and gratitude don't cancel each other out. You don't have to pick one or the other. You can carry both at the exact same time. Last year, I was so nervous going into Thanksgiving because I was afraid we were going to have to go around the table and share the things we were grateful for, and I just wasn't sure I could make the words come, and it wasn't because I wasn't grateful. In many ways, I'm more grateful for what I have now than I ever have been before because I know how fragile it is, but verbalizing your gratefulness feels like you're betraying the person you've lost. It feels wrong to express our gratitude for what we have when most of us would trade anything on that list to get back the person we've lost. So it's hard to express how we feel without acknowledging the gaping hole that remains. On the other hand, no amount of leaves on the thankful tree is gonna erase the pain you carry. And a lot of times we use gratefulness as a weapon. It becomes a way of helping people focus on what's good instead of dwelling on what we've lost. And I've played that game more times than I can count. Quick, tell me five things you're thankful for. That was a common phrase I've pulled out when someone needed a perspective shift or when I needed a perspective shift. Many times that's a helpful, important mindset change. But it's different when it comes to grief. Grief isn't an entitled way of living. It's not a negative outlook or self-focused attitude. Grief is a spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically appropriate response to pain and loss. It's not a disease to be healed. It's not a perspective to be shifted. And it's not a problem to be fixed. So gratitude isn't the antidote to heal our grief no matter how many things we're grateful for. Your grief is allowed to exist wholly and incurable, without shame or explanation. It simply is what it is, and it follows you wherever you go. Yes, even to the Thanksgiving table. But after everything you've lost, after everything you've surrendered in the middle of your pain and suffering, gratitude can still burst forth, unexpected, sometimes quiet, and usually fierce. And while it doesn't take your pain away, it does provide context for the overwhelming ache you feel. And there's room for both at the exact same time. So for those of us approaching this season with a mixture of anxiety and anticipation and hope, or for those of us who are just really sad this year, a blessing for your Thanksgiving and the holidays to come. For when the world seems to have moved on without us and our legs can't keep up anymore. For when the season on the calendar feels so different than the temperature of our broken hearts and lives. For when we hold sadness and joy, ache and anticipation, gratitude and grief. Would you hear the whisper of our hearts, O God? Even here we give thanks. When the words won't come and the tears won't stop even still we give thanks. With heavy sighs and wounded spirits, even so we give thanks. For what was and what is and what is to come, even if we give thanks. I won't tell you I'm wishing you a happy Thanksgiving, I'll just wish you a Thanksgiving. A Thanksgiving where you hold all the emotions at the exact same time and somehow they all fit. See you back here next week.